Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Before we start the show, I want to thank my two sponsors, CMG Home Loans, Mike Bauer. You know him. You've seen him on the show. 30 years of experience, does a great job. You're going to need a pre-approval when you go to buy a house. So 610-533-3151. He'll get you started on that process right away. That's CMG Home Loans, Mike Bauer, 30 years of experience. Get that pre-approval today. 610-533-3151. Our other sponsor is Tony over there at Goodfellas Granite. Tony does an amazing job. You know how I know? Because he did our bar, he did our kitchen, and he's done a lot of other places that I've seen, and it's just amazing. So give him a call, 484-218-8184. You want granite, you want marble, you want quartz, you want to call Goodfellas Granite, and you want to tell Tony over there that I sent you. All right, that's it. Let's get on with the show. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to Real Estate and You. We are back in the studio for a very, very special edition here. I can't tell you how important this edition is of uh, Real Estate and You. It's probably one of the most uh, amazing shows that I'm going to be part of or that uh, that we are having here. And I'm just going to start right off with uh, with introducing the two people that I have. Uh, this took a little bit of time to put together. I've been talking to Tyler for quite some time, probably since Halloween or I think it was October, yeah. something like that. I'm going to introduce you. So it's Tyler Boland we have here, and we have Louis Sinfisi, uh, which is over to my right here. I'm going to I'm going to tell you about him in a little bit, but I'm going to first tell you about why Tyler's here and what he's doing, and uh, and I think you'll no matter what this is just going to be a fun show. I'm really looking forward to this. So Tyler, I found out from your aunt and uncle about five six months ago that you are doing something that I think is way beyond your years. You must be an old soul or something like that. I'm not sure what it is, but you're you're doing something that I think is just so important. And at your age, I just want to tell the story. So what you're doing is you are going around and you are interviewing or talking to World War II vets. Yep. What in the world made you have the passion to do that? Well, I think there's a couple things that kind of got me started doing that. Um, my mom was a history teacher, so that okay. kind of got me really liking history. And then I had two great grandparents that were in World War II, oh. but I never met them. They died a couple of years before me. Um, so I always wanted to really meet like a World War II veteran and like hear their experience. So um, there was a local World War II veteran in the newspaper five years ago, and uh, I reached out to him and he agreed to talk with me. And who that, was that? Just curious. his name was Joe Zebertavage. Okay. And he was at D-Day, a really cool guy. Uh, he recently passed away, but uh. yeah, but he's a really cool guy. Um, and that really got the ball rolling for me meeting World War II guys. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. That same year, that history class, we were going to meet another World War II guy. Um, but the day before he was supposed to come in, he passed away. Oh, so that kind of got me to realize, okay, I only have blank amount of time left before they're all gone. Mm-hmm. So, so that's how I got started, and that's kind of how I realized why it's important. So the urgency came about from that that second mm-hmm. situation. There. Yeah, 
actually the first and second. And it is urgent. I mean, I, I read um, some of your things that you sent me, and, and this just blew my mind. We had 16 million young boys, and I like how you say young boys because they were boys. Yeah. Uh, young men enlisted, drafted, and sacrificed their lives to protect our country. And and there's only 140,000. Mm-hmm. It's less than 2% of that 16 million, yeah. Amazing. And you know what's even more amazing? We have one of them here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, just an amazing uh, event here. We have Lucen Fisi, who is here. Fr- he's a World War II vet. He is uh, joining us here, which is amazing. I don't think I've ever talked to a World War II vet before. And, uh, and he's doing great. And you're going to be 95. Yes. Is that right? 95. On May 14th, 14th, which is my daughter's birthday. Yeah, that's great. Which is really cool, yeah. So tell me, how did you how did you meet Tyler? It's a funny situation. Uh, I got a call from Tyler, and he said to me, he says, um, I'm trying to get World War II veterans together. Yeah. Would you be interested in, interested in and coming over to my home for a, a, a little party on the patio? And I talked to my wife about it, and she said, go ahead and do it. And so then I mentioned to Tyler, okay, I'll, I'll come over. So I went over to his home, and he had other veterans over there, Amazing. too. And it was really, really a great event. Yeah. His parents put this little, uh, I guess I guess they ordered some mm. some food from, yeah. uh, from one, of their, one of the companies, and they had this little party for us. It was fantastic. That's amazing. And then we got to talking to everybody. Yeah. And I was... Did you know the other people there? No, I didn't. And I thought to myself, and I'm looking at them, and they're far older than what I was. And I thought, wow, they must have gone in just prior to... I was 16 when I went in. Yeah. And I said, they must have gone in at 17 and 18. Right. And it was just a nice, nice situation. And I really got to like a Tyler. No, that's amazing. I thought, boy, I said to my wife, I said, this young guy is fantastic, trying to get all these World War II people together. I said, you know, I saw it in the paper not too long ago. There's only maybe maybe less than 2%. Is it? Well, that. you yeah. said 140,000 when you, when you quoted this. But obviously that number is dropping at, what is it, at 280 a week, which is just yeah, unbelievable. I, and, I, and I thought, well... I said to Nancy, I said, well, I'm going to keep in touch with him. He's, he's keeping us World War II people going. I said, it's making me feel a heck of a lot better. <laughs> At first, I was kind of resistant to want to talk to anybody. Right. Because when I came home, they they treated me like dogs. Isn't that amazing? Well, they, they called me all kinds of names. They said you were a, a baby. Was that killer. World War II or was that Korean War in Vietnam? That was, that was World War II. Wow. I didn't realize and, that. And that was really a nasty homecoming. And I, and a friend of mine, that, that was before I even got married. I yeah. was still single. And a friend of mine and his girlfriend picked me up at the airport, and we went to one bar, and the guy said, I won't serve you, but I'll serve the other two. Oh, my And he went gosh. to another bar. He said, you're a baby killer. I'm not serving you. So then we went wow. to the third bar, and I said to Lima, if we go in there and he says one word to me, I said, I'm going to climb over there. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> then I started crying. I said, maybe, Obama, you better take me back to the airport. I want to go back to Vietnam. I, I kind of feel safer back there. Wow. And they be in home. Yeah. He said, no. He says, we won't go in. We'll go right to Atlantic City. So that's what we did. Yeah. It took about a week for them to get me 
back to being an American again. Wow. It took a long time. That's that's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame that that happened. But at, wait, let's go back to – so you're at the thing, the, 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 the little party or whatever thing that you arranged, which to me just blows my mind. Now, how old are you at the time when you decided you want to start doing this? Um, let me think. So I just turned 19 now. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I think I was about – 17 is when it first started. Yeah. I think it was like towards the end. Cause he came over the first dinner I had, it was like November cause we had like pumpkins out. So yeah. I was 17. Yeah. I was 17. Yeah. So 17, I'm 19. Okay. Now, so. Okay. So that's, yeah. that's, that's young, yeah, which is was. interesting though, yeah. but it's the same age almost of when, when I went in, when you went in. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. that's, what's amazing is it, you, you probably, do you look at him then and go, Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. I thought it was, this no. is, this is what I was, I was or who I was when I went in. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So it's almost like it, it's, it, it's just incredible that you're doing this. Now, how do you find world war two vets? Like, it's not like I can just go. You, you can't just Google that and say, and that, okay. That's interesting. How did you find it? Yeah, so he doesn't even know. Yeah, so <laughs> it's okay. So it's like a combination of a lot of different things. So when I first started, when I was like 17, it was a lot harder because um, I'm first like starting out, you know, and um, I'd reach out. I think I reached out to like two nursing homes because I figured they're all 94 plus. They're yeah. going to be bound to be in a nursing home. So I reached out. I maybe talked to two and I was like, Oh wow, that's great. But my goal was a hundred. And I was like, your goal was a hundred. You wanted to yes. talk to a hundred world war two vets yeah. and wow. locally. I would have went, um, kind of like, like an hour radius. So okay. I've been okay. to like Allentown, but now it's just been, I go to Baltimore. I go to Jersey. I've been to New York. I, I go all over now and, um, Gettysburg. So the nursing homes and then it kind of went quiet. So I was like, great. This hundred, vet rates going really slow. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then like a week later, after it was kind of quiet, I got phone calls from like three other nursing homes. And they were like, oh, we hear you're like the World War II kid that wants to interview World War II vets, I guess, inner talk of the nursing home. Isn't that something? And I talked to a couple more guys. And then um, I go to the Reading Air Show every year, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll reach out to them. So they got me in touch with the guy who actually runs it, and I got ten to fifteen more guys there. So I was at like about twenty at that point. I was like, okay. And then when that kind of happened, then I had the dinner, and then that's when my name kind of got out there because yeah. the vets would tell their friends, and they would go to events that have other World War II guys. So then I'd have phone calls from people hosting these events saying, oh, so they started finding you. Correct. Amazing. I would get phone calls. It's just like a, it's hard to explain, but as I just kept going and going, you get more connected with more and more people. And now my name is out there now. Yeah. Cause well, look at, I mean, look at this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're, I mean, obviously I have a connection with your aunt and your uncle, but it is interesting how that conversation yeah. happened, mm. you know, and it intrigued me, Yeah, you know, it intrigued me right away. Cause I'm, I always look for stuff that's just interesting. Mm. And, and especially this, I mean, cause this is just, it, it's, you don't find this too often. Yeah. I mean, this is very unique and uh, that that's really cool. So do you, have you met or stayed in touch with those other World War II veterans? No, I haven't. You haven't? Okay. Yeah. Just, just curious. I keep in touch with him through Tyler. Okay. When That's good. When over, I get to talk to him. Yeah. He, I, the first dinner I had is about seven or eight, Yeah, which was you know a good amount for World War II. And then this summer, um, 
I think it was around August, right? August time. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah, we had 13 at my house. So, oh, wow. Yeah, there's a lot. There was a lot that came, and it was, wow. it was cool. So, that's incredible. So, what is, what is the goals 100? What do you do when you meet with everybody? Are you writing this down? Are you recording them on a device or something that you can get these stories documented? Yeah, so, so I'm almost, I think I'm very close to 100. I just haven't gotten a full head count because I just record it and then. Do the next. So you one. do. You record like a like a recording device of some sort, or just on your phone or something. Like that. So my dad owned a video production company. Okay, and he sold it about ten years ago. Okay, and um, he kept all the equipment. Oh, nice. So when we go, I bring lights, microphones. Great. It's like movie grade stuff. Good. Yeah. And are you are you going to do something? Are you planning on taking this all together then and making some kind of a documentary? Yeah. So every guy or gal uh, that I, you know, talk to, I have probably at least an hour of footage. So if I, let's just say I'm at a hundred, right? Yeah. I have over a hundred hours of footage because sometimes it's two hours. And so I have school sports, the vets. So I'm kind of like, okay, I have to edit all this stuff, but a lot, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I want to edit all of it. And then I'm going to submit it to the library of Congress when I'm editing. I just started the first one. So hopefully oh, wow. that's out by the first month. Um, and then I'm going to put it on YouTube as well. well. I look forward to that. Let us know yeah. too, because I'd like to promote that big time. I think it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So let's go Let's go into your story here as a World War II vet. This is uh, pretty interesting because I, I, I did some cr- crunching real early this morning. I'm up. I'm like, okay, now he's coming here and, and Tyler's coming because this came together last night, right? I mean, we, we yeah. really kind of put this together quick. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, I need to know who this guy is. I've got to figure out who it is. So I did find a bunch of stuff online. What was amazing to me was your story, and I want you to tell the story because you told it before we actually went live here, of how you got into, signed up. It's an interesting story how you signed up. So let, tell, tell that story. You, you, well, you wanted to be in, in, enlisted. It's a funny situation. I had, my brother Joe was at Pearl Harbor when the Japanese bombed there. Which is amazing. And then my brother Joe, uh, John, Jimmy, Alfred, and uh, He had a football team, Mike, basically. They immediately signed up. Yeah. So they went. <clears throat> Now, I was at an age where, of course, I was too young. Yeah. But I decided that I wanted to really go. So I thought what I'd do, I'd quit school. I'd go over to the recruiting office, and I'd sign up in the Navy. Right. I went to the recruiting <laughs> office, and I filled out the papers. And when they saw my age, they said, so you're too young. We can't take you. And so I was very disappointed. But then while I was there— I heard someone talk about the Merch Marine. Yeah. That they would take you at 16. And I thought, wow, that's pretty nice. <laughs> so then I decided I'm going to go join up the Merch Marine. Yeah. And I found out I had to go to New York to sign up. And I told my parents that, that the gang of us were going to go to Coney Island and we're going to be there for a couple of days and we're going to New York. That's so this sounds like a fib. Where you were fibbing. And I was 16. <laughs> And uh, we joined it. We got on a train. Went, uh, I did. I got on a train. Went to New York. I found a recruiting office. And I went in. There was no problems. I filled out the papers. They said, take these back to your parents and have them sign it. <laughs> and you'll be in the Merch Marine. I said, okay. So I got on the trains, headed back to Pennsylvania, back to Reading. And as I got to Philadelphia, and I realized my parents never in 100 years would sign these papers. So I got off the train, went across Grab the train back to New York. Mm-hmm. I when I was on the train. I'm looking at the papers and I signed my mom's name. 
And <laughs> when I got to New York, I went to rec- back to the recruiting office and I handed them the papers. My parents had supposedly have signed them. They said, okay, I have a seat over there. So I sat over there, and the next thing I want, a bus over to Sheepshead Bay. Now, do you, so what do your parents think at this point? Did, did, well, did, you, did you go they, back home? They thought I was in New York at the time. Right, but did you go back home then? No. 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 You just, so you stayed there. I, I, they put me, in, put me over in the corner with the rest of the guys, put us on the bus, bus and took us over to Sheepshead Bay, and I started my training. Now, I had no opportunity to make any communication to home. To let them know where I was at. Oh, my gosh. So I had to wait until I got out of boot camp. <laughs> so wait, that's what, 11 weeks, I think you had that's said? That's 11 weeks that I had no contact with my parents. So don't they, like today, but, my mom and dad would be going nuts. Well, they thought I was with the gang. Oh, okay, and gotcha, we, gotcha. And we For 11 weeks. we all around together. Yeah. And my parents knew that Amazing. everybody would be, we say, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So then, then after I got out of boot camp, and I got on the ship, I got as far as Panama. Oh, wow. And when I got to Panama, then I notified my parents by a letter that I was in Panama, and I was headed to Pacific. And not to worry about me, I'm safe, and I'm on a beautiful ship, and I'm really happy. Everybody took me under their arms like I'm their child. Like yeah, the, yeah. I was well, because you're the younger one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then I thought, well, when I'm in the Pacific, I want to get to see my brother Joe. Yeah. I knew he was in one of the islands, and then my parents were communicating, let me know that he was in, at the time, he was in, uh, in New Guinea. Okay. And I knew we were going to go to New Guinea to drop supplies, yeah. and I'll get to see him. Well, by the time I got to New Guinea, he was gone. He went to another island. He was in the, in the Philippines at the time yeah. then. So when I got to the Philippines, I went ashore looking for him, and they said, his company's gone there fighting somewhere else in a, a, another island. So you're almost like chasing him yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah, you're kind kept, of missing him. Just, yeah, Just missing him by weeks. Wow. So then I gave it up. I said, well, I'll see you when I get home if yeah. we both make it at home. So then Amazing. And after the war ended, I... I Did was, your mom ever get mad at you for that whole thing? No, no. Because, I, I, like, I would be scared to go back home. Yeah. I mean, I'm scared. I would no. be scared, obviously scared of being in war, but I think I'd be more scared of my you mom. Know, you have nine boys and two girls in the family. Oh, my to, gosh. You have to kind of give us a break. And out of those nine boys, what I read, and they all of you served. All of us went into service, right. Amazing. And all of you and came, all came back. Came back. Yeah. Uh, the one, though, um, your one brother, I guess. The youngest I, brother, Anthony, he lost his legs. Right. He was working. He was working in one of the offices where they were working in atomic, uh, yeah, energy, and they were they had some kind of an explosion. Oof! And that, there was five of them. They all of them had their legs blown off. Oh wow! So they they all were at the Waller Reed Hospital yeah. for about five years. Yeah, and then he passed away. He passed. Yeah, amazing. I, I just think it's incredible for one that your parents, um, you know, raised uh, nine boys, two two girls, right, and. Nine of them served, which just blows my mind. Mm. Um, it, it just, is, I don't think that was, is that, that has to be very odd. Did you ever find out if that's like, is there anybody else you would know? Is there anybody else that sent that many kids to serve? Well, I know there's serve? a lot of families that had six, six. Yeah. Right, but nine. Six. Well, there was the Sullivan brothers. Yeah, and, they were five. And what happened yeah. was during World War II, all these brothers were on a ship and then it was sunk. Over in the oh, wow. Pacific, I think. Yeah. And they all died. And Ugh. the one was going to survive, but he actually died because of the sharks. Oh, jeez. And 
they made a the U.S. government made a rule that was like, okay, we can't have a family group on the same ship or in the same regiment. I remember and, reading about this, and that's kind of like saving Private Ryan because yeah. all his brothers died, yep. and they had to bring him home. So if all your brothers died, they had to bring you home. Because because so, right. the, 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 they don't want to have it that the family sacrificed everybody. Everyone, yeah. Got it. So that it. started because of the Sullivan Get brothers. Get out of here. Yeah. That's amazing. And I yeah. think that that's, makes a lot of sense, actually. But that was funny. During the Korean War, uh, I was aboard the USS Sicily, and my brother John was aboard there, and my brother Jimmy was also aboard there. Is that the picture I saw with the three of you? Yeah. There's a yeah. picture somewhere that's really the three cool of you. It is a cool picture. Yeah. Yeah. So the three of us served all during the Korean War, and also we went... Yeah, during the Korean War, and then eventually we, we all got separated. Yeah, yeah. And then I went off to uh, Vietnam. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you tired of looking at your car covered in road salt and winter grime or not quite getting the results you would like to see from the car wash? Well, I've got just the solution for you. The Detail Shop, your go-to destination for premium auto detailing. You, and you didn't have to do these things. I mean, this is not like you were like for for Korean War and Vietnam, or even World War II, because you forged a signature um, of your mom. So even for that, like you didn't have to go. No, I didn't. You wanted no. to go. Yeah. Was there any fear involved there? Do you think about at, at any point? Did you ever think while you're there? Oh man, I might have screwed up. I'm, I should really be at home. No, no, I did. And in fact. When we're in the Pacific, we're in the Japanese waters. Uh, we knew Japanese submarines were all over. And I just got off duty from the engine room, and I went into the kitchen. I made a sandwich, got a cup of coffee. Then I went to the hatch, and I put the curtain around me t- to get accustomed to the darkness. Yeah. Then I opened the hatch and went out to the—now that I secured the hatch, and yeah. I went to the fan tail, and I sat down. I was eating a sandwich and drinking a cup of coffee. And I'm looking out over this water, beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's as calm as yeah. as a piece of ice. And then I'm looking up, the moon is shining and showing our silhouette of our ship. Mm, thought, not good. Wow. <laughs> I said, any time we're going to get a, a, a torpedo. And I looked up at the sky and I says, Lord, if you're up there and you're looking at me, I said, all I ask is, if we get our torpedo, make me go with the torpedo. Right. I don't want to go in the water. Right. I don't want to fight sharks. You don't want to be a fish food. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, just just let me survive or kill me right off the bat with our torpedo. Yeah. But luckily, we got through the, the waters. With Unbelievable. Yeah. And it's so funny to think that. And how old were you there? I was just, just turned 17. Imagine that stress yeah, in your life right now. Yeah. Imagine you having to worry about that. I'm eating a sandwich and I'm worried about being torpedoed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it just doesn't even, it doesn't, yeah. we don't relate to that. We just don't, you know? Um, so yeah. So moving on with this, I love the story and you probably love the story, the watch. Oh yeah. yeah. That story to me was, was just amazing. That's why I think that maybe Tyler got in touch with me by seeing that in the newspaper. Yeah. But it was a funny thing. I had this beautiful watch. It was given, given to you by a girlfriend or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Very, very yeah. camp. Yeah. And she gave me this beautiful watch. And I wore this watch all during the war. And even in Vietnam. And when I come home, I, I had this watch over at uh, Phyllis's girl's uh, sister's place mm-hmm. in, a, in a suitcase with a whole bunch of my personal papers. Sure. Being, well, medical records and things being, like that. Yeah, yeah. I was being transferred. 
And then when I come back from Atlantic City, somebody broke in their home and stole my. Oh. Then I get a call from the police department that there was a, there was a case there, underneath a bridge, with some pe- private papers that belonged to me. Yeah. Uh, when I come down and pick them up, I said, "Yeah." So I went down. The first thing I looked for was the watch. Wasn't it was there. Gone. Yeah. But I never did find that watch. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you I did, did find that I did watch. Find I that thought. Watch. Yes, I did get the watch back. Uh, I thought my, so. Yeah, it had my engravings. <laughs> yes, because I saw yeah. the I saw it in the picture. Yes, yes, because they yeah. found you from your a guy uh, from, I think New York, no California. Yes, yes. He found a watch. That's amazing. Yes. So it got sold. It got it got pawned yeah, most likely. It, they pawned it all. Absolutely. And he said, I I go to these flea markets and stuff, and he said I look for watches that have military names yeah. on it, and I tried to find that person. That's amazing. I said, well, I really appreciate you sending that, that watch back to me. That's incredible. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. So is there anything else that like that you want to talk about as far as your your tour, like your your journey through this? Is there anything that, like, where does it keep going? Are you, you're going to get to the 100? You're going to do the, the documentary stuff? Is that it then? Or are you, are you going to keep going past the 100? Yeah, no, I, I'll obviously go back past the 100. Like, I, I'm pretty close if if I didn't pass it already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll keep going. Um, and once I interview them, like I keep them very busy. I don't, I don't interview them and be like, okay, bye. Right. Right. It's always like, okay, we're going to go to the museum tomorrow or, you know, so after I interview them, I always, you know, like send them cards or, um, or like, uh, I took one to the super bowl. Um, Oh yeah. I think I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, some, I heard about that. You took one to the Super Bowl. I took one to the Super Bowl, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I was going to take loot, but he wasn't feeling the best. Okay. So, yeah. You missed the Super Bowl, yeah, huh? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> but he took us to Philadelphia to the, to the ball game. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. took... I took A whole busload of us. I took eight to the Army-Navy game, and... Um, now, hopefully when you do that, obviously, I would think this stuff gets donated, I would hope. I don't. I don't take any donations. I, but I, they don't donate the tickets or anything like that. Or oh, no? oh, oh, the the tickets. Yeah. They, yeah, I would think. I yeah. mean, geez, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I and I'm the Penn State football team. They're gonna oh, awesome. have me out next year and you know honor some guys. So. That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. But I would like to see Tyler get into military academy. <laughs> okay. Good. But I I just don't know how how we could. <laughs> Do what do you think about that, Tyler? Well, uh, <laughs> well, uh, he needs to be. He's, well, he needs to be in the military academy. Yeah, and become a, a military officer. Uh, and you, and actually, after college, you could do that. I could. and you could go in as an officer. I could, right? Yeah, yeah he's like, I could. He I, could. We'll see. Could. We'll see. Whatever. Because <laughs> that is the cool thing about that is when you, if you do four years, right, yeah. in college, you go in as an officer, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I would probably go into the navy. Into the navy because I swam and played water polo my whole life. So oh, wow. I'm like a fish. Yeah. So you guys have that in common. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, did you ever, did you ever get sick? Seasick? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. What, what, how the, did... first, the first time when I got aboard the uh, LT-784, uh, we had to make a trip into the Atlantic. Yeah. There was a, a cargo ship that was, that was hit by the, Jap- uh, the Germans, and it was sinking. Right. And they had a bunch of supplies on there. They said, if we could get there in time, we could salvage some of them right. and save some of the guys. So we went up the Hudson River, and as we were going to Hudson River, oh, I got oh. so seasick. I wanted to jump over the side, 
and swim ashore because I could see the shore because it's only yeah, yeah. a channel. Yeah, it's not. And I said, I'm, I'm jumping off this ship and I'm too sick. I, so I, you, oh, my God. I said, I never realized it'd be like this. And the guy said, Luigi, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Do- <laughs> Go down below. Oh, gosh, and no. I went, I went back and, it, and I went below. I listened to him. I went back and I laid down and after about maybe a week or so. I got my sea legs. No, a week? You laid yeah. down for a whole week? No, I didn't lay, but I, I worked. <laughs> you were, gotcha. And, and you actually got your sea legs Yeah, then. I got my sea legs. And it didn't bother you anymore? And it didn't bother that, you? I was fantastic. Get out of yeah. here. Well, they talk but, about that. And also, when you get off of a boat after that long, don't you feel like this? Yeah, I, I feel like the, yep. the land is Yeah, because your sea legs are yeah, exa- you know? yeah, exactly. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I want to say thank you so much for your service. I, I mean, you know, what what you have been through, what you've given to our country, also what you're doing is amazing, documenting everything that you're documenting. I mean, there's so much gratitude t- towards both of you. Tyler's yeah. the one. He's the one that got me gone. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, normally, I would still isolate myself. Yeah. And what's your yeah. – oh, that's interesting. So he yeah. kind of brought you out of out Yeah, of he it. did. Yeah. Do you feel that now you realize that we that we res- that Americans do respect you in a great way? I, I think so. Yeah. I think, because everywhere I go – I have a hat that I wear. Yeah. And people see that hat and they say, thank you for your service. Yeah. Yeah. And it's more now than ever, than ever before. Ever before. And that makes me proud. Yeah. That makes me and proud. You got to think, yeah. well, the American people now are starting to realize yeah. what, what the American troops went through. Absolutely. It's the greatest generation. And then yeah. now we know why they say that. Yeah. So what's the secret to getting to 95? Almost, you're almost at 95. Have a good wife. Have a good wife. I know. And you said that really, earlier. You really said that. looks after me. I, I think that. Sure I, she makes sure I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Good. That's great. In the morning, she makes me a plate of vegetables, of fruits, maybe eight or nine different types of fruit. Wow. And He's getting some breakfast. good treatment. <laughs> and then every meal has to have a solid. Yeah. And it's important. That's And I think those are the secrets. You that's have amazing. to eat properly. Everything in, in, in yeah. moderation, eat properly. And, and make sure you get exercise. That's right. Yeah. And you still do? You said you swim? Yeah. You do that kind of stuff yet? Yeah, I have a treadmill. and I have Good for you. That's what I do. Unbelievable. Thank you so much for your service. I really do appreciate it. I mean, this was just one of my, this is my favorite show ever. This is the best. It's yep. so great, guys. Well, I like to say it. Tyler's the one that. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for getting him in here. Thanks for you coming yeah. in here. And I hope we all stay in touch because I'd like to have you come back if it's possible. Yeah. All right. I would love to meet your, uh, is it your niece? In that yeah, no, my daughter. She, daughter May 14th. Yes. Bye-bye. I will let her know about that for sure. All right, guys. That's it. We're going to wrap this up. Thanks so much for coming in, guys. I appreciate it so much. There you have it. Wow. World War II vet. We got Tyler in here. That was just incredible. Um, What a great show. I I don't know what what else to say. All right. We'll see you next Thursday. All right. Bye. I just want to thank our sponsors one more time. CMG Home Loans. Mike Bauer. Call him at 610-533-3151. Mike Bauer, CMG Home Loans. And don't forget about Tony at Goodfellas, Granite Marble and Quartz, 484-218-8184. Thank you, sponsors. Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.